Hi, everybody. You got a pose in the matrix here. Got Dave and Brian. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Good. Hi. I don't, yeah, nothing really, Dave. Okay. Um, I'm just waiting for the live stream. Oh, here it goes. You're on there. You're on the live stream. I can see you. Huh. I've got I another don't... computer set up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Am I, so. uh, Okay. Yeah, you're you're just about perfectly centered too. Okay, so, good. I mean, your head's cut off right here, but <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's okay. No, it's. Oh, there you go. That's perfect. <laughs> okay. Okay, folks, we got all the technical issues <laughs> sorted out. Um, we were kind of like the Keystone Cops here earlier, uh, you know, and that's doing the Keystone Cops an injustice, I guess, but. Um, yeah, we, we had a bunch of technical things going on here, and uh, I think most of it was my fault, so I apologize. But, uh, hey, we're getting started at 7-Eleven, so that's good. Um, so, Brian, tonight we're going to talk about um, a possible Chinese invasion of the United States or America. And, uh, you know, my dad always theorized this was going to happen. And, um, and he, you know, his... Uh, his knowledge may be coming to a uh, fruition here. So, um, have you ever thought of this possibility, or? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, let me turn my. I have a echo. I'm not sure what's going on by echo. Echo. <laughs> yeah, I hear myself echoing back. It sounds okay on your end. Yeah, I don't hear it. Can you turn your sound up just a little bit? Yeah, let me see here. It's all the way up. Your microphone? Yeah. Okay. Is that better? How, how do I sound? Do I sound loud and clear? You sound you sound great. Um, okay, you're a little a little um, distant, so to speak. You know. Yeah, that happened last week with Gordy. Remember? Yeah, I mean, it's nothing like Gordy. You know, yeah. that was that was really hard to hear. Could we uh, try to start again just one more time, or is we're going live now. So, uh, yeah, we, we've already started, so you're okay. You're, you're hearable. So, okay. yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, so you've heard uh, or you've thought in the, in the past that this something like this could happen, huh? Yeah, yeah. Same yeah, here. I mean, everybody's been focused on Russia for forty or fifty years, and. China was always put as a non-threat. They didn't have a military. They didn't have the economy. But they had over a billion people. Right. So right. I'm just wondering, you know, here's a scenario before we go into this. You know, when it talks in Ezekiel about um, Ezekiel 38 or 39, I can't remember which one, but it talks about uh, God raining down fire on uh, on Gog and those that dwell safely in the coastlands. Yeah. That would surprise me if China would, you know, turn it, you know, to get Supreme or Supremanence, <laughs> the Supreme world uh, view, uh, that they would attack both countries at the same time. And uh, I've always theorized it was going to be a Russian attack against the United States, but it'll be a Chinese attack against the United States and against Russia, too. Yeah. Um, you know, take two birds out with one stone or one event anyway. I think so. from what I've seen and, and been reading, um, 
this started with China a, a while ago. What's going on with China is different with China. China and Russia are, are enemies, but they're going to band together to take down the United States. Uh-huh. And um, do you want me to go first or do you want to go or how do you want to do it? Because I have quite a bit of material I need to, to go through. No, no, why don't you go first? And then, yeah, that's cool. Okay, so give me a minute here. Um, I got to get. Um, So, from what I've read today and been reading, and I've known some of this already, that you have 1.3 billion, actually 1.4 billion right now in China. Right. And they have their groundwater is polluted, their soil is polluted, and their skies are polluted. And they can barely make enough, they can barely grow enough food for half their population as we mm-hmm. speak. So they have to import a lot of food. So right. uh, they are put in a position of literally survival of their of their race. Uh-huh. They're, they're, they're backed up against a corner that it's been going on for 50 years, 60 years. Right. And so they need to have more space to live. So for China, it's not about oil as much as it is land. Mm-hmm. With Russia, it's about oil, like economic. With China, it's about land and food and literal survival of, of Chinese nation. So right. I just want to read some stuff that I found today. Uh, and uh, and it says that this, what I'm about to read is, uh, part of it is from 1997, uh, the 500 world leaders and most powerful people in the world met in San Francisco in 1995, I think, uh-huh. at, the, at a hotel to discuss how the new world order was going to be implemented. This is like 20, 30 years ago. Right. So let me start with that. Um, where is it at? Hold on a second. Here. So September 27th, October 1st, 19, excuse me. From September 27th to October 1st, 1995, Mikhail Gorbachev Foundation, funded by the United States, by the way, gathered 500 of the world's most important statesmen, economic leaders, and scientists. Uh, and here's some of the people that were there. Um, um, Thatcher, Tony Blair, George Soros, Bill Gates were all at this, at this meeting. This is Ooh, 1995. Yeah. Because we got to set the stage here. Why would China put uh, soldiers on the north and south border of the United States? Why would China invade? And why is Biden is so interested in pleasing China? That's right. right. I, I, so I, it kind of all ties together. So if you just give me a little time there. Yeah, take your time. So it was at the San Francisco Fairmont Hotel. It was, uh, it was a round table. And they were discussing. I'm reading off my notes. I'm reading off this article, too. They were discussing problems about globalization and how to guide humanity to move forward in the 21st century. And it says they came to the agreement, according to this article, the outstanding people of the world in attendance thought that in 21st century, a mere 20% of the world's population would be sufficient to maintain the world economy and prosperity. The other 80% or four, 
four out of five of the world's population will be human garbage, unable to produce new values. The people in attendance thought that the 80% population would be a trash population and high-tech means be used to eliminate them gradually. Huh. This all ties in with COVID. It's all, everything, it's been, it's been orchestrated as a huge play. This, everything has happened in the last 30, 40 years. It's all been planned. Yep. So, uh, 9-11, all of it. Uh-huh. So people are being prepared for sheep of slaughter. Okay. Now, it says here, <clears throat> the New World Order has already been in place for many years. And it gives, and it has, uh, FEMA concentration camp, Kim Trail, Veritship 666, uh, United Nations New World Order, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So the new world government, you know, we're waiting for the one world order. Well, it's actually here and it's been here for a long, long time. Right. They have been behind the scenes, but they're running everything. And they just haven't given us the mark of the beast yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We're not going to be here for that. So, And then it says, now the speech, from, this is a, I'm going to read a speech from the prime minister of China speaking in an interview. Okay. Okay. And so in the speech, his name is, uh, he's the CCP Strategy for Development of China. This speech argues for the necessity of China using biological warfare to depopulate the United States and prepare for a future massive Chinese colonization. Wow. So, um, here's what it says. Our resource, and this is, this is why they want to do it. Our resources are in very short supply. The environment is severely polluted, especially that of soil, water, and air. Not only our ability to sustain and develop our race, but even survival is gravely threatened. Anybody who has been to Western countries knows that their living space is much better than ours. We have forests alongside the highway. The sky is often blue with white clouds. Their tap water is clean for drinking. Uh, they have few people in the streets and two or three people and I occupy a small residential building. In contrast, uh, you're having several people in one room. It's right. China. Um, our limited resources would no longer support the population and society would collapse. Once our population reaches 1.3 billion and now it's 1.4. Okay. Right. right. Now our population has already exceeded the limit. We are now relying on imports to sustain our nation. And it says biological weapons are unprecedented in their ruthlessness. But if America does, but if Americans do not die, then the Chinese have to die. If the Chinese people are trapped to the present land, a total societal collapse is bound to take place, according to the computations of the author of Yellow Pearl. It's an author who wrote a book or wrote a paper about them. Mm-hmm. More than yeah. half of the Chinese will die, and that figure would be more like 800 million. And then it says, it says the yellow land has reached the limit of its capacity. And here's what they want to do. And I think they started with COVID was the first shot. Right. Um, we must prepare ourselves for two scenarios. If our biologic weapons succeed in the surprise attack on the United States, the Chinese people will be able to keep their losses at a minimum in the fight against the United States. However, 
if excuse me, I have a dog right here. However, if however the attack fails and triggers a nuclear retaliation, the United States and China would would suffer catastrophic with more than half the population would perish. That is why we need to be ready with an air defense system for our big and medium sized cities. Um and then it goes on. It's interesting. It goes. And this is where I get into the next part, Dave. And I, once I'm done with this, I'll, I'll finish up. No, no. Take your time. It's all important. But it talks about all the Chinese that live in America now. Uh-huh. And I guess China has a, a law that Chinese are not supposed to kill Chinese, supposedly. Right. And so there's millions of Chinese in our country. And so here's what they want to do. Um, I'll just read it. Here are some mm-hmm. people may want to ask me, what about the several million of our compatriots in the United States? They may ask, aren't we against killing Chinese and other Chinese? And if we had insisted on the principle that Chinese should not kill other Chinese, we, uh, would we have a liberated China? As for the several million Chinese living in the United States, this is, of course, a big issue. Therefore, in recent years, we have been conducting research on genetic weapons, i.e., those weapons that do not kill yellow people. Huh. So they're working on biological weapons that only kill other races not theirs. Right. And and so they're working on that, and they probably have that, and I think COVID was a test. Right. And I don't think it came out as good as they thought it would come out. I don't think as many people died as they wanted. Right. And it says, um, as long as we resolve the United States problem at one blow, our domestic problems will be readily solved. Therefore, our military battle preparation appears to aim at Taiwan. This is interesting. You know, Taiwan, we've got to be afraid of Taiwan invading, I mean, China invading Taiwan, right? Right, right. That's just a smokescreen. And mm-hmm. it means nothing. Taiwan's a blip to them. Right. If they wanted Taiwan, all they got to do is block their shipping, and they can starve them out in a month. Yeah. Right? Yep. So, uh, at Taiwan. But, in fact, it's aimed at the United States, and the preparation is far beyond the scope of attacking aircraft carriers and satellites. They're going to attack our, the general public. Yeah. And so, and then it goes, This is and this is an interview from the Ministry of Defense for China. Therefore, solving the issue of America is the key to solving all the other things. First, this makes it possible for us to have many people migrate there and even establish another China once they take over. And under the same leadership of the CCP, it is historical destiny that China and the United States will come into uh, unavoidable confrontation. And it says down here, but it will certainly be an obstruction, and the biggest obstruction in the long run, the relationship of China and the United States is one life and death struggle. The hidden message is we must put up with America. We must conceal our ultimate goal, hide our capabilities, and await the opportunity. Thus, we will understand why we constantly talk loudly about the Taiwan issue, but not the American issue. We all know that principles of doing one thing under the cover of another. Only by using non-destructive weapons that can kill many people will we be able to reserve America for ourselves. Hmm. There has been rapid deployment of modern biological technology, and new bioweapons have been invented one after another. Of course, we have not 
been idle. In the past years, we have seized opportunities to master weapons of this kind. We are capable of achieving, achieving, achieving our purposes of cleaning up America all of a sudden. Huh. From a humanitarian perspective, we should issue a warning to the American people and persuade them to leave America and leave the land that I've lived in to the Chinese people. And so, so let me go down a little bit here. Uh, this speech below was given, I'm reading this, was given secretly to the Chinese defense minister, Mr. Chai Hukation, was not intended for public dissemination. It was obtained by Kerner uh, Show, a high Kerner Show, via covert means through contrast in Shanghai, China. And so, put my phone down here. So, The Democrats, the Republicans, the governors and senators, Republican and Democrats, liberals, whoever you want, whoever you want to put in the boat there, mm -hmm. a lot of them know about this. That's sure. why you have Nike, the NBA, the NFL, Walmart, Target, Starbucks. That's why they're investing in China. A mm -hmm. lot of these CEOs know they know what's coming, and so. They want to protect their assets. If they're part of the Chinese economy in China, they're going to be uh, not as affected by the invasion. And they're working with them to bring down America. I mean, I can't believe I'm talking about this. When I was reading this today, it was breaking my heart because I love our country. Yeah. And I know the Lord's coming back, but it's still hard to watch this. And I, I believe that China, uh, because of Trump, um, what I've read today and other other times, China wasn't going to implement this until like 2035. Right. But because of Trump putting economic squeeze on them, it caused them to speed up the clock. Um, they have half of their country can't even be fed by their own own means, so they're they're under pressure. And they said, even said what I read, the Americans have to die or we're going to die. Right. So. Um, I think with COVID now, I want to tie COVID in. COVID was a biological weapon released on purpose from, from Wuhan lab. It was. Mm -hmm. And when it first hit France and Europe, it was a lot more deadly before it got here. It killed a lot of people in France and Italy and Europe. You remember, it was just people who were just dying by thousands over there. Right. Uh, compared to here. But they made mm -hmm. a mistake because when they genetically made this disease and it's supposed to uh, last longer. The more people that got it and the longer it was out there, the weaker it got. And it right. eventually just turned into a bad flu by the time it got here. Uh -huh. And so what they, they meant it to be more deadly and to kill more people. Mm -hmm. And so their goal is is to kill these people, but kill as many Americans as they can to weaken our economy to make it easier to take over the country. Right. They don't want to nuke us. They don't want to destroy our, our, our countryside. They want our property. Mm -hmm. So the second phase is already starting. The first phase of biological warfare was the COVID virus. It didn't work. The second mm -hmm. one is, is the vaccine. And so that's why they're pushing the vaccine so much. 
they're putting it, the vaccine is going to do with the virus couldn't. What I read today, and I've been studying this all day and yesterday, the vaccine is a time bomb inside inside of a person, waiting for yep. the right time. Either their own immune system will collapse on its own and the vaccine will do its job, or they will literally, uh, by electronic means, by 5G and other means, totally release the biobots, not nanobots, in the person. They'll just, mm-hmm. they just can do it. Yeah. And, and from what I've read, that's why they're pushing it on everybody. I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out why they're doing this. They know it doesn't work. They know it's killing people. They know that. But they're doing it because this is part of the depopulation that the Bill Gates and San Francisco and the George Soros want to do. Right. They, this is how they're going to depopulate. And China, there's two things going on here. You have the Bill Gates and the George Soros of the world that want to depopulate the world. Then you have China on the other side who's doing it for their own survival. They want to take reliance for their own survival. China is not on the same page as Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. They are doing it for their country and for their own survival. Bill Gates right. is doing it for the one world order and, and the elite. And so either way, we're being attacked from both sides. And this vaccine, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I, I really hope I'm wrong. But I think in the next six months to two years, we're going to see a lot of, of our family and friends get really sick and perish. I think you're right, unfortunately. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I wouldn't say, yeah, you're fully wrong. That would be great. Yeah. I would want to be wrong, but um, this is the second phase of the biological weapon, and they realized on the virus they didn't engineer it correctly to do the job they wanted. It wore out too fast. Before it could start mm-hmm. killing everybody, it just it diminished. And and so, but the vaccine, they made it for, he made up for it in the vaccines. Right. You know, and we've talked about that many times on the show. But so you have China on one side wanting the land of the United States so it can uh, colonize. It also wants Australia is another one. Yeah. It wants Australia and it wants United States. And there's one more. I can't remember it. They want the big continents. They want the big land mass. They don't want the pan. They don't only want mm-hmm. one. Too small, right? They they need something big, and so they tried with the virus and with the vaccine and the elites in our country, including Biden, and that's why Biden and his son are so involved in in China. It's not right. it's about money. It's always about money, but it's more than that. He wants to guarantee his family survival. He wants right. to guarantee that his his Kids and grandkids and their kids will live on and on. That he knows what's coming, and mm-hmm. uh, it's I, I just kind of in shock actually because I know this stuff supposed to happen because I know what Matthew twenty four said, right? But it's still hard to watch, <clears throat> and uh, but there's still what? time. It hasn't happened yet, but everything is set up. And then on the other side, you have Russia, who is going to partner with China in bringing down America. And I, I, that's why I think, I know that we differ on some things, but I don't think America is going to be a big influence during the tribulation. Right. I, I think it's going to be here, but I don't think it's going to be a, a superpower anymore. 
And mm-hmm. because the Antichrist can't have a superpower, it would be a, a roadblock for him. He can't have right. another country with ultimate power. He wouldn't be able to rule. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is God's way of bringing America down. And Biden, Kamala Harris, all of them are treasonous traitors. Yeah. And they know what's going on. They're doing this. And these companies, Facebook and, and some of the ones we've used in the past and use now, they're all on board with them. Sure. And um, it's sad to watch, but it's just, oh. So getting off track here because I, I, I get emotional because I just, I love I love where we live. I love our country, the United States of America. It's yeah, awesome. me too. And I'm glad we were born here. We're blessed. And it's just hard to see all the hard work all our patriots have done all these hundreds of years is going to go up in smoke, literally, in a yeah. hour, probably. Yeah. But it hasn't happened yet. And so I want to encourage everybody, especially if you're a believer tonight, you know the Lord is doing in your heart. This is a time. I think we only have a few months left. And and I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I think we only have a few months before these events start taking place. And this is a hard podcast to do because I'm giving gloom and doom. But you got to know what's going on. And uh, what you need to do, you're a believer, you need to repent and turn to the Lord if you haven't. You need to talk to your family and friends at the right opportunities about the Lord. You know, witness yeah. to them. You probably have done it many times. They're going to get angry, but wait for the right opportunity. You know, yeah. just God, the Holy Spirit will lead you when to speak to your family. But you need we, um, pray for our country until then. Pray that God reverses this because we can stop it. Mm-hmm. And um, time is short. I mean, I, I would just say if you're out there watching or listening to this, if you see what this, this is, uh, almost July, this is July. Right. And seeing four months you knew you were going to die on a certain day four months from now, how would you live your life? How would you change it? If you don't yeah. know the Lord, you need to ask the Lord in your heart. That's the first thing. But if you know the Lord in your heart tonight, of all the problems you have right now and all the things you're going through, you could be in heaven in a few months, yeah. whether the rapture happens or all war breaks out. Either way, mm-hmm. you could be in heaven in four months or five months or six months, right. whatever it is. All the petty stuff that we go through, it's just petty stuff. It's all small stuff. The big stuff we go through, and we all go through it. I'm not diminishing that. But in the light of eternity and what's going on, make amends with people if you need to. Make things right. Um, Mm -hmm. Get back in church. Get back to praying. Get back to reading the word. Get back to the the Lord. This goes for me, too. I've been struggling. It's been hard. The COVID thing, it's just been hard the last 18 months. But you know what? The Lord has the victory. Uh, yeah. There's a song, there's, it's an old song called The Battle Belongs to the Lord. And it says, when mm-hmm. darkness presses in, don't fear. The battle belongs to the Lord. And that's what's happening right now. All this physical stuff we see, it's the demons and all the things in darkness that are pushing all this on us. Right. Our fight is not with flesh and blood, but with every power, probably in powers in high places. Ephesians mm-hmm. 6. Uh, yeah, Ephesians 6. So, just... 
um, this whole thing going with COVID, 9-11, all these elections, all this stuff, it's all been manipulation. Yeah. Republicans are in for four or five or eight years, excuse me, four to eight years. The Democrats are in for four to eight years. Back and forth. What happened, Trump happened. When Trump came in there, it threw a, it threw a wrench in the crankcase that they played. Right. And that set China back. And now it's like poking a bear. Trump poked a bear called China. Mm-hmm. Right. He made it economically hard on them and he sped up the clock unknowingly, sped up the prophetic clock of the end time clock in Ezekiel 38. What Dave was talking about earlier, and that whole Ezekiel thing could just be a few months away. Right. And um, until then, love your family, go to church, love the Lord, and be as wise and perfect and gentle as a dove. I'm talking to believers there. If you don't know mm-hmm. the Lord out there, and you watch and listen to us. I ask you, go to the scriptures, read John three sixteen. Uh, just uh, ask God to show you Himself. Ask him to make him real to you. Right. And if right. time is short. And one day, if this never happens, we're all going to die and be in one place or another, either heaven or hell. Dave and I have our names written down in the Lamb's Book of Life in heaven because we did that system many years ago. Right. Thank God. But some of you out there haven't done that. And that's what this is. We cannot stop these events from happening. Only God can. Right. But for some reason, things are not slowing down, folks. As you know, if you watch television every day and you watch our podcast and others, you know by watching, things are not slowing down. They're speeding up. Mm-hmm. And so uh, China and Russia are devising a plan to take over our country, and it co- happens to coincide with all the political unrest in our country. And China is also, I didn't mention this, Dave, China is behind the ethnic division in our country. Mm-hmm. They are working with the Democrat Party to um, divide our country on racial lines. They want a civil war. They want us to fight. They want us to kill as many of each other as we can. They want right. the chaos of a civil war. That's why up north in China, excuse me, in Canada, there are 75,000 troops in Canada just across the border north of Washington State. There's 175,000 in Mexico. Look it up. Go look it up. Go, You're go. talking Chinese troops, right? Chinese troops. Don't forget, yeah. yeah. Chinese troops. Mm-hmm. They're there right now. There's some above Michigan in Canada, too, in the center huh. of Canada. They were stationed over the border uh, from the Great Lake. So huh. this um, – oh, and I forgot to mention, the Prime Minister of Canada, um, Justin Trudeau. What is it? Justin Trudeau, yeah. He signed a – what's the word? You can look it up online. In 2019, he signed an agreement to partner with China, and he allowed them to bring their troops in to guard Chinese assets and interests in Canada. It doesn't make sense because why didn't the Canadian government guard their stuff? Right, right. But he signed an agreement. You can look it up online. He signed an agreement allowing China to come into his country. These guys were all in it. They do not care about the people. Mm-hmm. They don't. And that's why they hated Trump so much, because he stopped them and slowed them down for four years. Right. If Trump gets in there, then all this could change overnight. Trump, Trump probably knows a lot of this is going on, but he can't 
actually do anything at this moment. But if he becomes president again, he could stop all this in an instant. Right. Because uh, um, Trump will not back down. He'll he'll go right up into them and say, you back down or we're going to take you out. Yeah. And he would do it. Yeah, that's and so, right. But that's the kind of person we need. But, but, but we've got Biden. And Biden is a puppet. The, Demo- the Democrats, all these liberals, it's all smoke and mirrors. They don't care about the illegals coming across the board. They don't care about the drugs coming in. They don't care about our economy. They know right. that we're, our, our time is short for this mm-hmm. country, but they want to be part of the new one. And and so they're positioning themselves to be in power when China takes over. So uh, usually when a country takes over another country, they don't always bring their own people in. They use the people that are already there, bring advisors in and other people to make sure they're doing it right but they use their own people to run the country. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, sorry, I'm rambling, Dave, but this it's is right. just, um, uh, it's really sad to watch, but you know what? The Lord is about to come back. First Thessalonians chapter four, verses 11 through 13, you know, uh, the rapture. So in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, we'll be changed. The dead in Christ will rise first, and we who remain will be caught up with him to meet them in the air. So we'll always be with the Lord. Right. And so comfort one another with these words. That's our hope. Not Trump, not our military, not our family, not our friends. Our hope is in Yeshua HaMashiach because he's he's the one who has prepared a place for us and that we are going to be there with him. And I would say look up redemption draws none. Right. And, and so... One last thing, in Matthew 24, when Jesus talked about pestilence and wars and rumors of wars, I realized that after studying this the last couple of days, he was talking about stuff that hadn't, hasn't happened yet. He's talking about pestilence like COVID, anthrax, Ebola, and he's talking about wars like nuclear. He wasn't just talking about conflict. He was talking about major wars in those scriptures that the people at that time couldn't understand. Mm-hmm. But we know, because we're living in a time where Daniel, found chapter 12, is being revealed to us. Things will be sealed yep. up until the end. Now they're being revealed. We're at the end of time for the present world. But a new world order is coming, but it's called the millennium, and Jesus is going to run the planet. Yep. So anyway, that's I'm right. Done, well, I, you know, we, we talked right at the beginning of the show, and I, I presented a scenario, and I think – um, I'd like to present it again, and um, that being that um, we were talking about Ezekiel 38 and 39. Yeah. That um, when Eze- when uh, Gog uh, leads uh, all the other peoples, and most of those peoples are, are located in Turkey, some of them in uh, extreme Eastern Europe, <clears throat> but when he leads them, it says that um, God's going to rain down fire on, on Gog, and those who dwell safely in the coastland, I can't think of a country that dwells more safely in the coastland in the United States. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I kind of agree with you on, on that, but I see that, um, I see China using Russia to a certain extent and then turning against Russia. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, so lobbing nukes at them and us, because if they uh-huh. could take both of them, they could just go north and take over Russia too, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, yeah. there's a lot of good land up there. Um, and uh, that having been said, uh, 
you know, so it, I always thought it was going to be Russia lobbing nukes at us and us at them. But I think it's, you know, it's, it's going to take a turn. It's going to, it's going to be China nuking both of us. Yeah. Um, Cause the Russians and the Chinese have never had a good relationship. They get along because they have to get along their neighbors, but they've been skirmishes for, you know, since 1917, basically um, they've bickered with one another and, you know, had these tiny little wars with one another and, um, or I should say actions, not even wars. And, um, they don't like each other because, you know, the, the, um, Russians were Leninists and the uh, Chinese were Maoists and still are. And, um, and Putin is, is not a fool. You know, he's, he's a very sharp individual. And, uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, I could see him, I could see them going, um, against each other the two, two countries and uh and you know you look at further on in, in, in revelation and you see that the kings of the east are coming and they're coming against the um the king of the west and the king of the south mm-hmm. and which tells me that the kings of the east have no friendship with the kings of the north and the south As a matter of fact the south and the north don't have are kind of opposed to one another at that time too yeah and uh so the Chinese, um, I don't think are, are going to be aligned with very many people because people are going to see that their, their aim is to take over. And when you were talking about the, um, them using, you know, people like Trudeau and, uh, Biden and stuff like that, um, in a lot of cases, I know the Japanese did this. Um, what they would do is they would take over and they would use proxy people for a short time, kind of to get the people that they conquered used to living under an authoritarianism sort of manner. And then they would, those people would end up getting killed. And then the, the Japanese would move in and, and, you know, establish complete control. And uh, so, yes, they, while, while they may be used for a short time, I think that uh, it's, it's going to turn on them kind of like uh, people that trust in the devil or Lucifer, you know, he'll use you until he's done with you. And then he disposes yeah. of you. Yeah. So I, I don't think that it's very wise to, you know, if that's what their plans are, and it sure seems like it, because we know that they're self-centered and self-serving, these politicians. You know, they don't like, like you said, they don't care about me and you. No. They care about getting power and money. And uh, unless that money's backed up by gold, they have nothing anyway. They're foolish, you know. And um, so it's going to be a dark day ahead for them. But um, remember when uh, I think I don't know if we had Gordy on the air, if we asked him after the show, because he lives up in British Columbia. And we asked him if he heard anything about Chinese troops being up there. And he he kind of looked at us and said, well, you know, I haven't actually gone out to look for them. (laughs) He said, so I really don't know. He says, but I've heard that, too. You know, so it's it's quite possible. I don't I don't doubt it. And and knowing that Justin Trudeau is is the bastard child of uh, his mother and Fidel Castro, you know, he's got communist ties. So, you know, he's going to go with the communists whenever it's necessary. And um, now we can hope that possibly Trump would, if, if you believe QAnon, and, you know, as the days go by, it's, it's getting increasingly hard to believe what QAnon says. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that might be the, that might be the plan, you know, uh, because if some people are hoping for it, maybe the 
the bad guys will see that and they'll think there's something up. But if everybody loses heart and then all of a sudden they come in and take take things back, then that's that's kind of interesting. And that would that would you know, um, would be like a uh, propaganda sort of thing, you know, uh, offer false hope or offer no hope and then come in and offer a lot of hope. So um, if that happens, that's great. Um, I noticed that Trump's been out there um, campaigning again, and I, which I think is really neat. And uh, and he's he's backing um, other candidates that are, you know, Republican or I should say conservative. A lot of Republicans aren't worth the salt that they're made out of. Um, but um, so that's that's pretty interesting, too. And, uh, you know, we might want to work in uh, into this um, an extraterrestrial. They're, I know they're not extraterrestrials, but, uh, you know, an alien uh, component to this, too. Because um, myself, I think the Antichrist is going to be an alien hybrid, alien-human hybrid. And uh, he's called the man of perdition or the son of perdition, which means that he doesn't have a chance. He's born bad, just like Judas was. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, if a person's not totally human, they have no chance because, you know, the Lord didn't die for Nephilim. He died for human beings. Now, people that are have that in their line for generations, I don't know. You know, I'm not God. I'm not going to make that call. But um, if he is an alien-human hybrid, um, it's possible that he's going to come to try to settle this all down. And uh, that would make sense because he would, he would bring peace to the Middle East. He would bring peace between China and the United States. He would bring peace between China and, and Russia. I almost called them the Soviet Union. Um and, and the rest of the world, you know, and that, that would be a miracle. And, you know, so many Christians talk about um, Antichrist making a peace uh, with Israel. But in Daniel, it says he'll make peace with many. You know, it's not necessarily Israel. It says he'll make peace with many, which tells me that it's not just Israel, but it's going to be a worldwide thing that he's going to bring about peace. So, um, you know, of course, the Middle East will factor into that. But the whole world's going to be in turmoil at that time. You know, if it's going to involve the North American continent, Europe, Europe, Asia, um, Australia, um, parts of Africa, probably, you know, it's going to be a world war. And uh, it's it's going to look hopeless to a lot of people. Then all of a sudden, bam, this guy comes on the scene. Hey, you know, I can solve this, you know. Um, to the Chinese, he might say, you know, I'm going to, give you secrets to grow food so that you don't have to attack somebody else, you know, to the Russians. Um, maybe I'll, I'll, you know, I'll change the climate so that you can grow things all over your country. And it won't, the first, the top half will be a, a frozen wasteland, you know? Um, so it's, it's possible that, you know, he's going to work deals with everybody. And, and uh, that doesn't mean the United States won't be taken over first, you know, but, um, Personally, I think that he's going to come on the scene and and uh, put an end to it at some at some point. And um, but you know we we were talking about vaccines that are um, that are race specific, you know, earlier. Yeah. And um, that would be kind of hard in the United States to kill everybody because um, you know, when you're talking about the Hispanics that are in this country, most of them anyway, very few come from Spain. So, you know, we were talking about people that have um, indigenous uh, American, uh, Native American blood. And then you have, um, 
you have uh, European blood, um, some more South American blood. The Native Americans, they're, they're not white. Um, so you would basically, they would probably go after the white infrastructure, this country, and take out the white infrastructure because that's where the power is, that's where the money is and everything else. And uh, if they did invent that, perhaps it would take out some of the leaders, too, because most of the leaders in Congress, the president, um, you know, are, are Caucasians. So, you know, that, that might be something that backfires on them. Uh, you know, the Lord always back, made uh, backfire plans for, for people that attacked Israel, you know. Um, so, you know, he's not beyond doing that for, for other people, too. And um I still think that there are enough believers here. Now, I don't know when this is all going to happen, if it's going to happen before we're taken up or after. Um, I kind of lean towards maybe before, but, you know, who knows? Um, anyway, um, so with that in mind, you know, it's um, it's possible that we might get to witness some of it before we're mm-hmm. taken out, you know. And, um, you know, you think COVID's bad, right? Oh, by the way, um, did you see that thing about the Delta variant now? Yeah. Yeah. Now they're saying that that's a mutation of the original COVID. I don't think so. No, I think that's really. a release of a different variant. Yeah. yeah me too. <laughs> and, uh, and part of me makes, makes part makes me think that um, it's not even a variant, but it's a scare tactic uh, for the government to get us to take vaccinations. I, we were driving, uh, we went down to Eugene today and on the way back, on the way down, there's uh, one of those big billboard placards, you know, that it's got the automatic writing on it and stuff. And yeah, on, right above the freeway. And it said, um, you know, don't forget to get your vaccination. We all need to be healthy or something like that. You know, blatantly right in your face while you're driving down there. And on the way back, the same thing. And I, I think uh, 69% of Oregon has gotten the vaccine because they're opening up on Wednesday. The whole state's opening up. And um, so 69% of the people in this state, you know, um, God forbid, uh, maybe keeling over soon and, and, you know, passing away or getting severely maimed from this thing. Mm-hmm. This thing does really weird stuff. It, it uh, We got a letter um, on one of the rumbles uh, that we did. And the guy said that he didn't get the vaccination, but that his roommate did. Yeah. And at the same day that his roommate got the vaccination, he started getting arthralgia, which is, you know, painful joints. Uh, His arthritis started kicking in. He got uh, nausea and vomiting uh, and the whole nine yards. And he he can't get rid of it. It's it's like he's stuck with this, you know, and he's he kind of reached out to us and he said, you know, he said, well, what can I do about this? You know, and I don't know. I'm not a doctor, Um, but um it just it was kind of distressing because, you know, there's a living testimony right there of somebody that's been exposed to somebody that got the vaccination and has obviously shed it onto this guy. And, uh, you know, so if that happened in one instance, how many places is it happening that we don't know about? You know, and so it's um, it's it's kind of rough to think about because, you know, uh, I think that masks might be a good idea for those of us that haven't had it yeah. to protect us from those that have. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, so it's, yeah, I, I look for, not forward, but I'm looking forward 
In other words, I'm looking, viewing forward um, in my imagination to to think that maybe, um, yeah, there will be some more, um, maybe not necessarily COVID. I could think of things that, you know, that would be much easier for them to spread and it would kill people overnight, basically, you know, like mm-hmm. Ebola or something like that. But Ebola would be, that would be blatant. That would be, that never happens in this country and it's happening now. How's it happening? You know, and um, it, it, somebody could definitely point a finger at C, the CDC or Bill Gates or the WHO or whatever, you know. So they had to use something that was kind of covert, that kind of made sense and is related to the 2008 uh, SARS epidemic and and the uh, the other one, the bird flu or whatever. And um, so they had to use something that was familiar and not totally foreign. But if they're if they're really desperate, you know, they're going to release just about anything here. You know, um, I did a show last week or the week before and um, comparing the um, the side effects from COVID and the, and the vaccine to uh, the effects of nerve gas. And they're very similar, very, very similar. Hmm. And uh, so, you know, you got to wonder if, you know, the next attack is going to be nerve gas. Um, in the disguise of being COVID or something like that. You know, it's if they mimic each other that much, it wouldn't be hard for the, for nerve gas to be released and then, um, you know, be blaming on COVID or whatever, you know, and co and nerve gas, depending on how much of you, of it you get is, um, is often deadly, you know, much more deadly than COVID has been. Um, so there are a lot of scenarios that come into play when it comes to the Chinese and what they could do. And like you said, they've got uh, they got their puppet Biden and Aaron, his son, and, uh, you know, in some degree, his wife. And um, they've got uh, half of Congress, half of the Senate that we know lean in that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, some of the Republicans come into question, too, because they're they're basically Democrats that call themselves Republicans. So. You know, the, the odds are stacked against us, but that doesn't mean that, that it's going to happen because, like you mentioned, the Lord is able to overcome all this. You know, him, him that made the he that made the world in six days can surely just open his mouth and, and destroy the covid virus or, you know, or destroy an army coming against the United States. But it depends on the people of the United States, how they react to this. You know, of course, there's going to be people that fight against it. Um Probably me and you, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's aside from that, you know, we're, we're called to pray. Uh, there's a scripture in, um, I think it's Deuteronomy, um, and a loose translation of it is, <clears throat> if the people that are called by my name will humble themselves, uh, kneel down and pray and, and confess your, and repent of their sins, that I will heal from hear from heaven and heal their land. You know, and I take that seriously because, you know, the United States was was formed uh, not necessarily by Christian fathers, although some of them were, but it was formed by Christians themselves. You know, uh, you had the pilgrims that came over, the Huguenots that came from France um, and other Protestants that came over to to get away from the the, the rigor and the rule of the Catholic Church to establish a, a, a Christian society. That was not um, tyrannical like the like the Vatican was or the uh, Roman Catholicism, and um, and it worked for quite a quite a while. You know, yeah, there was the Wild West and there were some rogue people out there. I'm not going to deny that. 
and there was slavery. That's definitely not, doesn't fall under a good thing in the scripture. Um, but, you know, there's always been a conscience in this country of what's right and what's wrong. And that's why we had the Civil War, um, because there were people that, that knew what was right and wrong, uh, fighting people that didn't know what was wrong, right and wrong, and uh, or, or used excuses to, to do that. And um, and yes, they were guilty. Uh, their 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 heritage is not uh, guilty. Their their uh, offspring is not guilty, but they were. And um, so yeah, we've we've had some slipping points in our in our society in our country, but for the most part, I think up until probably about the fifties, nineteen fifties, most people identified themselves. I hate to use that phrase. Forgive me. Most people called themselves Christians. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, I'm not into that whole identity thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to go where I was going to go with that. But anyway, um, so, you know, they call themselves Christians, whether they be Catholic, whether they be Protestant, um, believed in the same God and and fought to preserve liberty and freedom for not just our country, but people all over the world. You know, those are righteous things. You know, they really are. And um and righteous things are done by a righteous society. And now I can't say that we're that way now because society is, has been watered down so much that you, you wonder what's going on anymore but or who's who or what's what. And um, so it's um, nowadays, you know, there's a remnant of people that, that love the Lord and follow him Um but, you know, even back when we were kids, you know, people might not have totally had a heart towards God, but they went to church, you know. They had respect. They had a respect. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, but nowadays, you know, it's like you say you're a Christian or a Messianic Jew and they kind of look at you like you're from another planet. And in a way, they're right, because when we're in Christ, we're a new creature. We are different creatures than they are. Right. Um, I don't want to say that too much, because then that, that can be used for a Holocaust. You know, oh, you guys aren't human anymore. We're going to kill you. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's it's um, our society is is really is circling the toilet drain, and uh, the water doesn't seem to be letting up, and we're getting closer and closer to that vortex that goes down the hole and down to the septic tank or sewer, and um, and we could reverse that though. The Lord could shut the water off, you know. And then, the, then the, the vortex would stop and the waters would calm down and everything would be peaceful again. But he's going to do that for a people that love him, a people that repent and realize they're sinners, repent of their sin, and and ask him for help. Recognize him for who he is and ask him for help. And until that happens, I don't see much of a chance. I, I mean, you know, the Christians that I know, you, you know, the family, um, Certain people at church, uh, I know are righteous people, you know, their prayers will be honored. But that number every year gets less and less and less and less. Or at least it seems that way unless there uh, comes a great revival or something, um, which would be really nice right now. <laughs> um, we need it. De- definitely. But uh, without that happening, I, I kind of do see the Chinese thing coming to fruition, you know. Um, however, you know, Biden and his cronies are going to have to get the guns away from people. Um, I don't know how they're going to do that totally. 
Because like where I live, you can go out in the woods and bury your guns. They'd never find them, you know. And uh, but I just told them. <laughs> but uh, anyway, you can bury them anywhere, you know, put them in a waterproof sack and throw them in the river. Um, but anyway, so and I think it was um, Yamamoto. I don't remember Yamamoto or was it? Yeah, I think it was. He warned against attacking the United States, he said, because there's going to be a rifle behind every tree. You know, and that's the way it would have been had they come to the mainland. Uh, the Hawaiian, the ones in Hawaii were too busy fornicating and, you know, and having a good time in paradise to care, um, except for those in the military, of course. So they probably wouldn't have fought back. But uh, the mainland, the United States, they would have fought back, definitely. <clears throat> so um, anyway, uh, I think that uh, there are interesting days ahead. And um, what excites me about it, and I know I shouldn't get excited about this, but hear me out, folks, is that every day that this keeps getting worse, society keeps sliding down that slippery slope to Gehenna. Every day that happens, we're getting closer to the return of Yeshua. And that's the only light I see at the end of the tunnel. There may be other lights that come before that, but that is the brilliant light that's coming down at the end of the tunnel, the one that... Um, we'll, we'll take away all the darkness in the tunnel and, uh, and light our way to a brighter future. And, um, <clears throat> I can't wait for that day. Actually, it's going to be a wonderful day when that happens. But, um, anyway, Brian, I'm sorry. I babbling on. <laughs> no, no. Hey, I, I have the gift of gab too. I, I went a long time. So, yeah, but, um, anyway, so, well, that's what we're here for. <laughs> Yeah, we're here to talk. yeah. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, um, I would, I, you know, I'd really like to see evidence of those troops down south and up north. You know, I don't know if, if we could ever get it. You know, somebody would just have to fly a drone over their camp or something and take a picture yeah. of it. You know, and and that would give me more proof that they're up there and that's going to happen. And, and it would help us to get ready for it, too. You know, um, I uh, I noticed that um, kind of deviating a little bit. Um, ammo is hard to find for the longest time because uh, people were buying it up like there's no tomorrow. Well, the ammo producers have really gone cranked it up and there's ammo again. But um uh, years ago, I learned how to reload, and I think that's a skill that everybody should try to acquire because even if you don't have ammo, and but you have brass and bullets and powder and primers, you can make your own ammo, um, kind of like they did in the Revolutionary War. You know, they melted down a lead, and they made their own balls, you know, their own um, musket balls. And um, so, you know, we need to start getting prepared for stuff like that, you know, uh, I don't think that we should, I don't know, myself, I don't think that we should form an army and go after them. But when they come into our towns and villages, you know, <clears throat> I think that we do have the right to protect ourselves and, the, and the send them running, so to speak, you know. Um, I know a lot of guys here that are hunters and uh, that who would make excellent snipers, actually, uh, should, they, should that need, you know, should it need be. And uh, and they would never find them <laughs> because they'd be out in the forest up in a tree somewhere, 
you know, and, and uh, so, you know, there's, there's things to think about. There's, there's preparation. There's, I'm not saying to, to be a prepper, but, you know, everybody should be canning food. Everybody, you know, we went out and picked up a few cans of the five gallon cans of those rations. You know, mm-hmm. they're good for 25 years. They're supposed to be pretty good. And so all you need is water for that. Man, Oregon's got lots of water. So, you know, you just got to run down to the river, pick up a bucket of water, and, you know, we got food for the next – and water for the next five or six days. But anyway, so we should be preparing for that, um, protecting our loved ones, uh, feeding our loved ones because they might not have the provision to do that, and also feeding our neighbors and, and things like that too. So um, – that's going to be interesting to see what happens with that because people turn into animals a lot of times when, when they don't have what they need and they think they need it more than you do. So another prayer would be for protection from those people, from our own people that do that kind of stuff. So I think for a praying person, it's, it's going to be a time that uh, we're really going to be in the hyper gear when it comes to praying because um, we're going to be praying for protection for ourselves, our loved ones, um, our neighbors, um, our military, if they're still in the fray. Um, and we're going to be pre- praying for God's victory over our enemies, um, for our enemies to get saved. You know, maybe this is a way for the Chinese people. You know, I, I know that there's a big church in China, but maybe this is a way for um, the Chai Coms to get saved. I don't know. Um, and I'm not making an excuse and asking them to come, by any means, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, take every opportunity to have to share the gospel, you know, whether it be a, a person, people that are marching down the street with guns or, um, you know, a little old lady that um, lives next door that has nobody. You know, everybody needs the Lord and everybody needs to be ministered to. <clears throat> and this will be our perfect opportunity to do it. Hopefully a lot of people would take that in that advice and go with it. So, um, Will the Chinese invade America in the near future? Well, it's quite possible. Um, but like Brian said, you know, if we, if we pray um, and seek the Lord, uh, maybe it won't happen. You know, maybe the Lord will recant from this plan that he may be allowing. Um, and evil never comes from the Lord. He allows it. Uh, he doesn't bring evil. Uh, like with Job. He allowed the devil to do that to Job, you know, um, and, and you know, it was an in-your-face to, to Lucifer because Job just proved God correct and, and Lucifer false. Um, anyway, um, I don't know. What do you got to say, Brian? I, I'm kind of running out. No, I, you, you sparked a couple things on my brain, so thank you. Um, oh. <laughs> And I didn't even have any coffee to do that. Usually it takes coffee to get me going. I feel like one of those old Model C cars that, you know, most people. Yeah, you got to crank it. My mom and dad had one. You have to crank it in the front to start it, you know. (laughs) Um, You're talking about the troops in Canada. I have an article here, uh, October 9th, 2020. I'll just read it, okay? Okay, sure. In the late. In late 2019, Canada and China signed a treaty that allows the People's Liberation Army of China to station Chinese troops in Canada beginning in 2020. It has been rumored that China has been massing troops in the southern Mexico, but the rumors that Chinese troops had set up a base in Canada were pretty much laughed off 
until a video emerged of Chinese troops marching along a road in Salt Springs Island near Vancouver. Oh. British Columbia. And I have the video on my phone. It's a picture. I can show it on my phone. All right. And it says, what are Chinese troops doing on the U.S. border in British Columbia? Canada question. According to January 15, 2020, Canadian Independent Press Review report, under the terms of the Foreign Investment Protection Act, a bilateral treaty ratified with China by Trudeau government in 2019, Chinese security forces can be stationed in, on Canada's soil to protect vital Chinese investments without the knowledge or consent of local authority. Whoa. Why would, and this, 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 the article says it all, why would Prime Minister Justin Trudeau enter such a crisis? Question. Does Canada not have its own military to protect vital Chinese investments? Or what was Trudeau, Trudeau paid off by China to betray the United States? According to British Columbia locals, PLA troops, Chinese troops, um, are troops being stationed in Stanley Park in Vancouver, ending the construction of a permanent base. Stanley Park is now off limits to Canadians as enforced by Vancouver police. One Canadian citizen is quoted as saying, you got PLA troops all over the coast, man, based out of Prince Rupert? Rupert, yeah. Rupert, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of a bunch of the military intel people worked out of their con, uh, consulate in town Vancouver, uh, and they can airlift the, the assault troops here in an hour. Is is what has been told. Hal Turner of the Hal Turner Radio Show notes that there was a news story a few weeks ago about how the U.S. military is redeploying F-22s and F-33 jets to Alaska. An ABC News story in March noted that the President Trump had authorized the activation of a million U.S. military reservists for these counter moves to prepare the U.S. for Chinese invasion from Western Canada. And this article from 2020, but this is, that's what I'm saying, these troops have been there for a year and a half. Right. So Trump knew it and stationed reservists at the border of Canada. So... Um, let me see if I can find the picture. There's Trudeau. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry, guys. Here it is. That's all right. It's on. It's a YouTube video, but I want to show the picture. I I, just, I can't see that. I'm. Still, you have to tell me, Dave, if you can see it. Okay. Okay. Bring it a little towards you. Yeah, you got to keep it still because it, it's kind of moving in a little closer. And now towards your chin. That way. Okay. Yeah, I see it. It's kind of small. But, um, yeah, those are troops. Huh. You need to send me that link. It's a YouTube video, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm 99.99% sure there's Chinese troops on the southern border, northern border. It just... As things keep going down the road here, the pieces of the puzzle are put in place. Things start to make more sense to me. Mm-hmm. Why COVID happened, why uh, politically and the whole BLM movement and Antifa and 
all the stuff happened, why Trump's not in there. Um, God is setting up the last days. Right. It's not Satan. He doesn't have that much power. He can't do right. anything. But I believe God has pulled Trump out. doesn't mean he won't put him back in. But he pulled him out of there because he was holding things back. And I think God gave us four years of a reprieve through uh-huh. Trump. Uh, but now he's back out and things have sped up exponentially. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, I believe there are troops there. Um, they're waiting for their orders. But I don't think they're going to do all out invasion in the beginning because, like you said, there's a gun behind every tree. Right. You know, yeah, you can have tanks and stuff, but you can't you can't rule governments with tanks. You got to have people rule the rule the, the towns. Right. You can't rule towns when everybody in the towns got a rifle. Uh-huh. You know, you can't kill everybody unless you nuke them. Right. So I think that's holding China back. Is I think we are holding us, American people, are holding them back. Uh-huh. Um, and so I think, like I said before, the virus, the vaccine, and I would now the new variant. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the variant um, becomes worse. You know, right. I, I used to call the COVID not to offend anybody out there that's been sick from it, but it wasn't what we originally were told it would kill millions of people. Right. And it's killed some people, definitely. But as right. we know, the numbers have been fixed a little bit for the deaths and the cases. Oh, sure. To make it look real. So yeah. I think the next one that happens, there's going to be a real one. It's uh-huh. going to be a real endemic. Yeah. The next. And I think this one was meant to be that way, but they, it backfired on the Chinese government. Yeah. And, uh, and Trump was in there, and, and he... It just it didn't go good for them, and I think I think the Chinese government is up against in the corner. I think their their backs up against the wall, and they got to do something for their people. Right. And I think um, the next virus that comes out, not maybe not the variant, but one's coming that will be a biological weapon. Well, it's, yeah, that makes sense. It's either going to be the vaccines, but I think there's going to be another one besides the vaccines. I think there's going to be another COVID on steroids. Right. Well, the vaccines have weakened so many immune systems now yeah. that if anything oh, comes yeah. through, you know, that's yeah. it could be just a common cold that will take people out, you know. It's true. So, yeah. But a, a, a highly deadly variant would do the trick very well, you know. Yeah. And so they're not done, and then that's why they want to take our guns away. They want to take our guns away because a, terror, a, a, a dictatorship government can't take over the country that they're trying to take over if people have guns. Right. You know, so they want to take our guns away and then slowly give the country over to China. I'm talking uh-huh. about the Democrats and some of the Republicans. Mitt yeah. Yeah. Know, uh, uh, Liz Cheney or, or her old her dad who passed away. Yeah. Uh, um, different different ones. Uh, not Rick Cheney, but um, uh, let's see. Um, oh, there's tons of them. There's tons of rhinos yeah. up there. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. But there's so much information out there about all this. I would just suggest to people um, the best way to for me. To decipher this, all this information about China, 
is the scripture. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. That's the balance. That's why Dave and I always back up. Um, is this in the scriptures? Mm-hmm. You know, or does it kind of allude to it in the scriptures? But is it something that that is so out there that nothing backs up in the Bible, we're not going to talk about it? Right. So the COVID, the politics, the racial unrest, uh, economic, where supposedly in, where actually inflation's pretty high. I paid almost yeah. five dollars for a gallon of gas today. It oh. cost me eighty dollars to fill my tank. You know, man, oh man. And so, and there's only four or fifteen, sixteen gallon tank. This is ridiculous. So, uh-huh. you gotta be in the scriptures to know what's happening. That it it won't scare you if you look up diseases in the scriptures. Look up pestilence in the scriptures and look up God's people were they protected, were they not protected why did God bring the pestilence why did God bring the disease why did God allow it what, you know, why, why did he do all these things um, why are we living in these times right now, why are you alive right now, uh, I mean you everybody I'm speaking to yeah. mm-hmm. why are we alive at this time in history when we get finally get to heaven are the disciples and are the saints of the Old Testament going to come up to us? What was it like living during those times? What was it like? You were the generation. What did you do mm-hmm. for the Lord? How did you handle it? Did you see? Did you see the invasion of the Middle East? What was it like? And, and what are we going to say? I don't know. I was too busy watching reruns on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I I I was gaming all night. I don't know what happened. I went to bed at six o'clock in the morning. I was gaming all night. Right. Right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with those things, but when those things take the place and dominate our lives, then it's wrong. Yeah, it goes for that's right. Mm-hmm. It could be food, it could be uh, alcohol, it could be drugs, whatever it could be. When it dominates your life more than in your thought and your life more than the Lord, then you have to question yourself. Okay, I might need to do adjustments in my life. Right. You know, and if your life right now, you're watching and listening to me and Dave is in a rut. And you just been going around that tree, that same thing, keep tripping you up. Mm-hmm. It's time to make a decision. It's time to make drastic changes that goes for me and Dave. It goes for everybody. It's it's time. Sometimes God allows you to keep going through the same thing over and over until you learn what he wants you to learn. Right. He's not punishing you. He's not. I know it feels like it. I know you might have gone through something horrible and you're talking and you're talking to your mom. What are you talking about? My life sucks. My life's horrible. Da, 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 this was happening. That's happened. If you're a believer, all things work together for those who are good, for those who love him. There's a reason. Ask God to show you the reason. Don't point your finger at everybody else what they are doing wrong. Look at yourself. What is going on in your life? You can't change a person and have them react to you a certain way. Mm-hmm. You can only change yourself. And Jesus talked about this very specifically in Scripture in Matthew chapter 6, I think verse 18 to 33, I think, about not to worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow's got enough. Don't worry about tomorrow. Today's got enough trouble of it, though. Right. At the very end of that, that passage. And he, he goes like, and that's okay, that's the Son of God speaking. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> He's right. He's God. But he's, uh-huh. he's living on the earth at that time. 
Right. I think, and you know, we think that Jesus was just this cool dude, just laid back at the beach, surfer guy, never got upset, you know, had the long hair like we portray him to have, and he's just out eating bread and cooking fish. <laughs> that's, that's not, that's not exactly right. The night he was going to be betrayed, he was in the garden and he was sweating blood. He was so stressed out. Yep. When he came up to Jerusalem, the finally going to Jerusalem to be crucified, he wept over Jerusalem. I got goosebumps talking about this. Yeah. He wept over Jerusalem. He was upset. He went into the temple, the money changers, and he overturned their tables. He was ticked off. Yeah. He was mad. He was mad. You ever been mad about situations? <laughs> you ever yep. like, reacted out of anger because you're mad? Jesus mm-hmm. did that. Yeah. Was he in sin? No way. He was a righteous anger. He had a right to be mad. We have a right as American people and as believers. We should be angry with what's going on with our country and with our churches and with our local governments. Yeah. Sitting on our hands, watching Netflix for the last year and a half while we've been going through COVID and not pushing back is wrong. That's right. You're right. Be, and it goes for all. It goes for me. I should have pushed back more. I didn't. I did a little bit. I, I voiced my opinion sometimes. But could I have done more? Yeah. And I'm not trying mm-hmm. to put guilt on us. I'm trying, trying to say is the Lord Jesus or Yeshua lived on this earth and went through similar things than we did, that we did. And he did that. So when he died on the cross, you couldn't say, you don't know what I'm going through, God, when you prayed it. When you pray to the Lord, you can't say to Jesus, you don't know what it's like to be rejected, God. Yeah. You don't know what That's it's right. like to be Everybody just turn and run from you and never, no friends. Yeah. Jesus, everybody, everybody turned from him. Even God the Father turned from him. Uh-huh. That's for right. A so what I'm doing here with all this, it's time to wake up believers. It's time to be believers. It's time to act like a believer. It's time to walk and live like a believer. It's time to stand up and be a Christian, not just in church for two hours a day, but 24-7. Right. It doesn't mean you have to go out and save the whole world and I, you've got to go out and go down to the corner. It just means quit pretending to God to be a one way and then be another way. Mm-hmm. If you're a believer and you're loving the Lord and living for the Lord right now, thank God you're out there. But there's some yep. of us out there that are not doing that. Mm-hmm. We, we, we've got to... Give everything to the Lord. We've got to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We've got to be living for the Lord in these last days. If the Lord doesn't come back as soon as we think he is, and it goes on for a few more years, do you think it's going to get better? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. It's not going to get better. I have a feeling if it goes on, we're going to be in lockdown within another 18 months. Yeah. I think by right. the time the next election cycle comes around, we're going to be in lockdown. Yeah. And what may not be COVID will be a variant of a variant of a variant. You know, it'll be somebody sneezed and gave it to somebody else, and now the whole world's got it, and we're going to shut down again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're Christians. We know the Lord in our heart. We know how it ends. We know what the book says. We know what the future is. It's a bright future for us. And it's time to not depend on other people how you feel and how your day is going to go. It's right. not time if you got a promotion or get into a promotion. That's irrelevant to the Lord. He will provide your needs. He will take care of you. My point yeah. is, 
circumstances doesn't bring us peace. Only our walk with the Lord will truly bring us peace. That's right. Um, Philippians 2, verse 4. Uh, do not be anxious. By, by prayer and supplication, make your request known to God and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart in Christ Jesus. I don't know if that's Philippians or not, but I like it. Yeah. So, it's a good one. Yeah, that's right. So, um, uh, folks, because well, we, we're going to be doing these podcasts until the Lord comes back and or until both of you, either Dave and I go home another way. Yeah. But um, hopefully not too soon. Um Take the information you hear from us and you hear from others that's godly information that makes sense uh-huh. and use it to your advantage. Um, yeah. I, I just say bluntly, I think, and I've done this a little bit, I'm going to do more. We need to buy uh, survival food. We need to buy food that lasts 20 years on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, your food at Costco will last you a month, three weeks, a month, maybe two months if you store up everything. You need right. something that's going to last a while. Um, you need something, uh, you need a food supply. You need emergency food supply. You need to have a piece or two of water. I carry a piece of water in my car all the time. Right. I always have water in my car, bottled water, always. Uh, and not just for apocalyptic stuff, but anything. You know, earthquake, um, my car breaks down, I'm driving up to Northern California or to Oregon and I'm out in the middle of I-5 and I have no water mm-hmm. in the summer. Yeah. So, uh, it, get a gun. Get a gun. It's your right. It's your right as an American to have a gun, a legal yeah. gun. Yeah. Get some ammo. Um, buy some food. Learn how to do first aid. Yeah. Um, I was an EMP voluntary EMP firefighter in Oregon for 15 years, so I know a little bit. Dave's mm-hmm. mentally trained too. Yeah. And so, learn this stuff. Don't depend. Depend on the Lord. But don't depend on your government to take care of you. Yeah. They're not, they're actually, the government is stabbing you in the back as I speak. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they're, they're totally you think Gavin Newsom's going to come to your aid or uh, Kate Brown? You think he's going to come to your aid? No. I hope not. <laughs> no, I hope not. Yeah. So um, this stuff we talk about, like with China invading and all that, until that happens, stuff still can happen. Yeah. You know, we're waiting for a huge earthquake down here. Um, you know, they're talking about a 9-0 earthquake, uh, 8 8 9-2. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's a monster quake. And, mm-hmm. that, and I live by the beach. But, you know, luckily I'm about 300 feet above sea level here, maybe 400, so we might be okay. But mm-hmm. power's going to be out. Roads are going to be closed. Yeah. You know, you need to take care of your family in the um, in the past, in America, it, it's just say um, I'll go back to the 1890, right before the turn of the century. Most America was rural, most of it. Right. Most of the population lived outside the large cities, and people had farms. These small towns, they took care of each other. Neighbors took care of each other. They didn't depend on luckies like Safeway and Fred Meyer's and you know Vons and pavilions right. and stores provide food. They made their own food. They had their own vegetable gardens. Yep. Or they had family and friends that did. You can't depend on the stores. You, you've you got to be resourceful and either grow your own food or buy survival food, get weapons, and protect yourself. Yeah. And it's our God-given right, and it's our constitutional right. Mm-hmm. And one last thing, 
since we're on talking about guns, guns, the Second Amendment was written for specifically for, and I could be wrong, but I don't think I am, to make for a tyrannical or a tyrannical, yeah. tyrannical government did not enslave us again. Right. That's why the founders put that. Yeah, they say, yeah, we use our guns for hunting. Sure. What the left is afraid of is they want to be that government. Right. They want to take control of us. <clears throat> and let me tell you, if we were Europe and we didn't have any guns, COVID would not be over for most of us. Right. Um, we would be told where to live. Yeah. We would be told what we're going to be taught in school. We would be told if we could go to church or not. And mm-hmm. they would be able to enforce it because we wouldn't be able to protect ourselves. Right. But they don't fully, they go to that line, but they don't go, they don't push it too much. Right. Because, yeah, they want a civil war, but they don't want the civil war aimed at them. Right. That's mm-hmm. why the Second Amendment is there, folks. It's there to protect us from uh, out of step government and, and corrupt political leaders that want to be the king instead of the president. Right. And that's what we got right now. We've got a person who thinks he's king, not president. And that's why this country started was to get away from a kingship and to have a president of the people, for the people, and by the people. Right. Not for him and right. his party or party. And so I don't know why I went off on this, but I just. Well, it's important. It's important. <laughs> America we got to stand out. we got to be the American people that was 100 years ago, that was 20 right. years ago, 30 years ago. How about the, the greatest generation in World yeah, War II? Yeah, World War II. We need to be yeah. them. Um, my mother-in-law, uh, Barbara's mom, um, I think was a welder. In, yeah, on uh, ships. On the ship mm-hmm. in Richmond, California, because the men went away to fight, and the women built the ship. Yeah. And the ships weren't supposed to last very long. They were only supposed to last at least a couple of years. I guess not very long, but they lasted decades. Some of them were yeah, mothball fleet. <laughs> yeah, and so that's we need. We need a generation of men and women that aren't looking for handouts, that aren't looking for um, government assistance checks. We're, right. We need men and women in this country that are willing to fight for this country. Yeah, and, exactly. And go out and do hard work and, and raise families and not. The worst thing we can do is allow the government to take care of us. Yeah. You know, what's that, what's that story, David? I'll be done. Um, you, uh, if I start it, you'll know it. Let's see. How's it go? Teach a man to. Uh, oh. oh, how's it go? Teach a man to fish. Feed a man to fish and you fed, fed him for a day. Teach him how to fish and you fed him for a lifetime. That's it. That's yeah. Thank you, Dave. That's exactly. We need to learn how to take care of ourselves, and we're, yeah. we have generations growing up around us that don't know how to feed themselves. They don't know. They think they just can go down to the store and get food. But what happens when the stores have no food? Yeah, exactly. And and all the stuff I talked about China, I believe is going to happen. But stuff can happen before that. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff inside our own country before another right. country comes in. Stuff can happen, and it's happened. BLM and FIFA last summer just decimated some towns in, in uh, Santa Monica, different places along the coast, destroyed hundreds of shops, 
burnt buildings down, burnt businesses down. We're already devastated by COVID. Yeah. And nobody came to the rescue. The cops mm -hmm. were blocked away. Showed videos of the cops blocks and blocks away from the violence. They weren't yeah. allowed to go in. That's right. You don't have, if that was you and you didn't have a gun to protect your business, you're out of luck. Did you hear the guy that started Antifa was actually kicked out of it? No. He quit, he quit it, actually, because he didn't like the practices that they had adopted. It wasn't under his code of ethics, and he voiced his opinion. They basically told him to leave. <laughs> That's Good pretty time. sad when a movement that you start, you know, takes you over. But, um, right. you know, you, you mentioned um, arms and stuff like that, and I think that a lot of people have been bullied into um, – to not speaking, you know, and I, yeah, one of the main things that they come up with is, oh, well, you know, when uh, we're not supposed to have the same arms as the military, which is wrong. It's dead wrong because in the Revolutionary War, we had muskets just like the British did. So we both mm -hmm. had muskets. We had the same weapons and the American weapons were better because they were Pennsylvania rifles and they had rifling inside of them. The British That's had right. smooth bores. Mm -hmm. So we hit our targets and a lot of times they didn't. So we had better weapons than the government had, you know, uh, back in the you know 1790s or 1770s. And um, so if they could have better weapons, then we can have better weapons now. And I get so tired of hearing the assault weapon thing. You know what? A spoon can be an assault weapon. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, a rock, a, a slingshot, a, a knife, you know, what are you going to do? Ban everything that can be thrown at somebody or stabbed with them, you know. Um, one of these days I'm going to do a show on that because I got all these scenarios where, you know, one guy was killed with a toilet seat. The other guy was killed with a toilet tank. So you can do ban toilets, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, a car. A car could be used as a weapon. I remember a few years ago, somebody back east, I think it was, ran into a bunch of people. Yeah. You know, and killed a bunch of them. Okay, mm -hmm. so, you know, cars can be assault weapons, too. He assaulted people with the car, so it's an assault yeah. weapon. So what are you going to do, ban all cars? You know, I mean, yeah. it gets it gets to the point of ridiculousness. You know, it really does. And I looked it up, and actually an assault weapon is an automatic weapon. Okay, it's not a semi-automatic weapon, and so you know it doesn't. It's not. It falls in the same category, so it's it doesn't fall in the same category, and so it's it's a moot point. But people listen to other people; they don't study on their own. They don't look things like look up the assault the term of assault weapon, what it means. You know, I bet you everybody, a lot of people out there will not listen to this show because our audience is pretty wise, but. Um, you know, the basic person, you mentioned assault weapon and you're carrying an AR-15. Oh, that's an assault weapon. Well, no, it's not, you know. And, uh, you know, then there's uh, they're, they're saying that some of the pistols, the semi-automatic pistols are assault weapons. Well, you know, if you have a 45 auto and you got only got eight rounds in there, you're going to pop off eight rounds and somebody's going to shoot you and you're dead. So, um, you know, it's not really an assault weapon. I mean, technically it is. All Any weapon that can be used against somebody is an assault weapon. But assault, except for in Oregon, every, Oregon's got to be different with everything. Um, in Oregon, there's no, you know, a lot of states there's assault and battery. Yeah. Assault is if you threaten somebody with a weapon. Battery is if you shoot them, okay? Uh, a club, if you show a person a club, 
They say you're going to hit them. That's assault. If you hit them, it's battery. Not in Oregon. There's just like four different assaults, you know. But um, anyway, so if they wanted to call them battery weapons, that would be a different story because, yes, they you can hurt somebody with them. But an assault is a threat. It's usually a verbal threat or a visual threat where you're holding a weapon and the person on the other side thinks that they're they're uh, in danger. That's what assault is. Okay, there's different degrees of that. So, you know, so, so if I take a rifle out that's semi-automatic, you know, oh, that's an assault weapon. No, it's not. I haven't shot you yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just kidding around, but. Um, so it's, you know, people got to learn to fight back by looking at definitions of things. Yeah. You know, they really do, because the the, the left is really good at coming up with stuff like this. You know, all assault weapons, uh, you know, you name what subject, you know, global warming. And then when people started getting wise, well, how come if it's global warming, we're freezing during the winter more than ever? Oh, well, that's climate change. You know, it's climate change. And sometimes... With global warming, before the globe war- globe warms, it cools. And I'm like, well, that's not global warming. <laughs> it's global cooling. You know, it's and it's you could if you wanted to. And I take great delight in pulling it apart, just tearing people apart with this stuff. You know, uh, that was the other one. Flat Earth. You know, yeah. oh, the Earth is flat. OK, then do you have satellite television. Yeah. Well, where do you think the satellites are? are they under the dome or above the dome? You know, above the well, there's water above the dome. So how do the satellites work? Um, and how come you know when you can only see so far, and then things start, you know, the horizon starts getting higher and higher. Oh, that's an optical illusion. No, it's not. You know, it's oh my goodness. I've got I I don't even approach that subject anymore. Um, it's crazy. And we have a listener that is going to write to me, I'm sure, <laughs> after get, after he watches this show. But um, Anyway, you know, we got to stop. It says that in the last days that people will believe a strong delusion. And there's, I think this is a different scripture, but they'll turn to fables and, instead of believing in the truth. Right. And that's what I see people doing. They, they Evolution, uh, abortion is a woman's right because it's her body. Well, right. technically, no, because except the thing that's living in. Except if you're taking a vaccine, then it's not your body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good point. No, very good point. And, um, you know, all this different stuff that they're coming out with, you know, you can pick it apart. But a lot of people are afraid to talk, you know, like the thing with the, the military and the, and the rifles and stuff, you know. Right. A lot of people wouldn't say that because they're afraid. I think a lot of people are afraid that they're going to be proved wrong because, you know, liberals, God bless them. They're they're very good at arguing, yeah. you know, and and. A lot of times when they argue, it's it's bupkis, it's it's bovine scatology, but they do it with such a fervor and such a strength that it makes them look right. Yeah. You know, and if you don't know what you're talking about totally, you back down. So everybody pick a subject that the liberals go after and study it like there's no tomorrow. And then when you run into a liberal and he comes up, you'll have ammunition, just like the scripture says, so you study to show thyself approved. A workman not ashamed, you know, right. and the same with the gospel and in and, um, and the Bible in general. Study to show yourself approved. And you can, um, you know, years ago, 
I um, I was out with Jews for Jesus, and we were standing um, somewhere in Sacramento. There was a fair or something. It's that long ago. And um, I was handing out tracks, and I went to give this guy a track, and he was Jewish. And he looked at it, and he says, he tore it in front of me into several pieces and threw it on the ground. And he says, he says, you guys are a part of a cult, blah, 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 you know. I said, what about Isaiah 53? And he goes, well, that's talking about our people, not about Jesus. And if I would have just known my scripture a little better, I could have said, well, how can a person atone for her own sins? Why did we have sacrifices to atone for our sins if people can atone for our own sins? You know, I could have answered him back. And I kind of felt ashamed that I didn't have the answers to answer him back. And after that is when I really started getting into scripture. When it comes to a subject, I started looking up different things and stuff. And um, now I feel like with these different subjects, I don't know everything. But if somebody comes up with a counterpoint, I can say, no, that's not right. Like there's people on other planets. No, there's not. Because mankind fell and he contaminated the whole universe. Is it fair to somebody on another planet that mankind is the pro- their problem when they didn't do anything? No, it's not. So there can't be people on other planets. Or Jesus would have to go to one planet after another, dying, you know, for that planet. And right. Scripture says he died once and for all. So, right. Amen. You know, it's little things like that. You can study. You can just get into Scripture. Look up words, what they mean. Sometimes in the Scripture... In, in the King James Bible, it'll it'll be a word that's just a little bit different, but in the same context. And it, but it changes the meaning to where it's more understandable. Um, to where when you when you talk to people about it, it makes you look what you're talking. It makes it look like you know what you're talking about because you do. And it also settles a lot of arguments and stuff. Um, you know, it's um, uh, where's that one? Um, it's in Revelation chapter nine. I think it's in ten. Um, but just before the last trumpet, it says that uh, the angel says time will be no more. Well, to me, that always meant, OK, well, you know, time's up and the end's coming. Uh, you look it up and it means once time, which once was, has been changed into something else and been replaced by something else. So that tells me that God's going to eliminate time for a little while, a short while, because, you know, there's going to be time during the millennium and everything. Um, but. That's going to be something spectacular. You know, he's going to meld time um, with uh, or take time away so that it's melded basically with um, with eternity or with uh, another dimension so that people will see what they've been worshiping, what they've been, you know, burning incense to and sacrificing babies to, you know, and it's going to be a shocker for a lot of people. And that's why they're going to be saying, oh, let the rocks fall on us, you know, um, that we don't have to face the one that's coming. You know, it's uh, and, you know, they're going to seek death and they will not find it. You know, why would you seek death unless you knew you were wrong and you made the wrong choice? You know, and it's not going to do them any good anyway if they could do it. But um, anyway, uh, so it's yeah, I I urge everybody do word studies, get in the word. Um, Look for certain words like, um, well, like I just gave with time. You know, um, I looked at all the words that meant time, and in all, usually in the Greek it means chronos, and it means literal time. Um, other words. Uh, oh, here's another one. Uh, I was going to bring it up too. A lot of Christians. Oh well, you know, you're judging. You're judging me. Well, there's five different words in Greek that mean judge, and when Jesus said, "Judge not, lest thou be judged," that word is condemn. It's not judge. 
otherwise, Jesus would be a hypocrite because he said, judge, judge them by their fruits. So in one scripture, he's right. saying, don't judge. In the next scripture, he's saying, judge. So which one is it? Well, judging by their fruits means to discern what they're all about. You know, condemnation is different. Thing. That's God's thing. You know, at the end, he's going to judge everybody and assign them a place to go. You know, that's that's condemnation or um, uh, not conviction. It's when the judge bangs the gavel and says, this is what you'll do. You'll go to jail for 30 years. You know, um, we're not to do that. But, you know, if a person's a liar, you can call them a liar. I mean, you might do it in a nice way at first. But, um, you know, if they're a cheat, you can call them a cheat. You're not judging them. You're just judging their fruits. Right. You know, and, and if they're bearing bad fruit and you help them to get away from that so that they they leave that and they come back to repentance and everything, that's a good thing. That's a a, a mitzvah. Um, mitzvah means, you know, doing a good deed. And there's nothing you get wrong about doing a good deed for the Lord. And uh, I, I wrote an article one time, um, let's love them into hell. You know, a lot of people don't want to uh, address sin. Because they feel it's unloving, you know. Well, no, it's not unloving, if, especially if you point it out to them and they realize what they've done, they repent and they get right with God. But in saying, "I'm not going to judge you out of love," you're letting the sin to continue, and the person gets worse and worse, and then they die, and then they're condemned to hell. You know. So, what did you do? You, you basically sat on your hands, not doing anything. And, you know, you had every opportunity to let that person know that they're blowing it and you didn't do it because you didn't want to judge them. Well, learn the different words for judge in the Greek. And I think you're going to see that there's a big difference between judging and condemnation. So anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean, that's we've gone from China to living the Christian life. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah, because no, we need to hear it like I'm. Talking earlier about um, living a, a righteous life, you know, mm-hmm. not holding grudges against people, and and time is short. And then I, the verse I quoted wasn't in Philippians. I don't. I know it's a verse. I can't remember it was. Uh, but one in Philippians chapter two, verse four says, uh, "Not looking at your, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others in your relationships with one another." Have the same mindset with Christ. So he's telling us to look at other people's interests and what is going on in their life more important than our own life. Right. You know, so, but if you think about the, the times we're living, it's not that way. Yeah, exactly. See, one thing COVID, well, COVID did more than one thing, it isolated all of us in our own little pockets of our home. Alone together. Wasn't that what that thing was? Alone together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm so sick of hearing that. Alone together. No, I don't want to be alone. Anyway, we humans were made to be in a herd. Yeah. <laughs> we were made to be around each other. There's uh-huh. a few people that can't do that. I get it. But most of us, we need our quiet time, but we can only do quiet time for so long. We need family. We need friends. We need, uh, you know, co-workers and we need other people just to be. And the COVID took all that from us for a year, over a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why um, suicide is up among teens. 
uh, suicides up among all age levels because when you're by yourself or you're locked away from other people, you get too introverted on yourself and what right. you're going through. And when you start looking at yourself, you can be depressing mm-hmm. because you may not like yourself, yeah. especially if you don't know God in your heart. It's not a good thing. It's self-destructive to do that. God right. never meant for people to be isolated. He never did. Well, when he created Eve, he said it's good that man not be alone. Exactly. That's really good, David. That's right. So what did COVID do? Put us isolated. Did the elitists know that that was going to happen? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Dumb. They they, yeah. they put us by ourselves in our little um, pods. They call them pods down here. That um, families were going to come against each other. Children were going to raise up against their parents and vice versa. There was going to be tension in the homes because everybody's locked. It's like a camping trip that lasts a year and a half. And you're uh-huh. in a tent by yourself with your family. Families are great. I love my family. But we're not meant to be locked away. And right. we did a second thing, which I think was devastating, uh, just as devastating, is it kept us out of church. Yeah. Where it says, and I mentioned this before, I feel like I'm a minor bird, but I mention it all the time. It says in the scriptures, as you see the day approaching of the Lord's return, do not forsake the assembling of the saints that some have gotten accustomed to. Right. And so they close their churches down. Mm-hmm. You could go to a liquor store, but you couldn't go to church. You could go to Costco, but you couldn't go pray at a church or worship. Obviously, we have talked about this until we've, we've just beaten the horse on it. But my point is, it hurt the church. It hurt our families. Right. And so now, if these lockdowns happen again, and it's not for a good reason, Okay, it's not for a good reason, okay? Yeah, the first one wasn't either. (laughs) Yeah, if if the next one's another fake virus or one that's not really going to kill everybody, it's no worse than the flu, go to church. Yeah. You want to take back our country? Go to church. Mm -hmm. That's right. And and put others before you. I, I... I, I notice when I'm out and about and doing my errands and working and stuff, everybody's kind of in their own world. Uh, when they're driving, especially as we all know, you get driving, you're in your own world. But going into a Starbucks or going into a store, everybody's on a mission. They're there to get something. They're not aware of where they're at or surroundings. So they're like in a different place. Yeah. And they're like uh, not being mean on purpose, but because they're so self-absorbed with what's going on in their life, they're bumping into people, cutting them off on the freeway. They're not they're not trying to be mean, I don't think. most. I think most people, generally speaking, are good people. Mm-hmm. Believers and unbelievers are good right. people. But you have a few out there that aren't, but most people are good people. Mm-hmm. And COVID isolated us so much and made us, um, what's it called? It made us focus on us, me, 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 me. Self-centered, yeah. It's self-centered now. Not all of it, but, and I don't mean you want everybody to look at you when you walk into a room or anything like that, but we're all about us. And mm-hmm. the Bible, I just, what I just wrote, read, excuse me, verse 4, Philippians 2, not looking for your own interest, but each of you for the interest of others. Right. Wow. If that started happening on a huge scale, society would change. 
overnight. Yeah. Overnight. You, you know, I, I could see where people would have problems with that because they're they're narrow focus. But you, what you got to think about is if you're looking out for your number one, you're looking out for guy number two. Guy number three is working out, looking out for you. And guy number four is looking out for number three. You know, so it's not like we have to take on the responsibility of looking out for everybody. But if things work right, then everybody's looking out for everybody else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, going into a coffee shop and you get to the door before somebody else, but you're in a hurry and you want to get in line to get your coffee. Instead of doing that, open that door and let that person go ahead of you first. Uh Even though you're in a hurry. Right. God sees that kind of stuff. He loves that kind of stuff. You sure. just put that person first, and they didn't even know it. And they don't right. need to But God knows that. Uh-huh. You know, um, the parking spot. person you go up to, you know, the whole parking spot one, you know, you pull into the same spot at the same time, let the guy go. Yeah. Even if he's a jerk, even if he deliberately tried to take the spot from me, just let it go. Yeah. We, we, we're getting, we get tangled up in this stuff. We don't need to be tangled up in and you can use it as a blessing to bless somebody. Or if somebody's being evil to you, you're keeping coals on their head when you're being nice to them. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, afterwards, they're going to think, wow, I was a jerk. I cut that guy off. I should have done that. And he was mm-hmm. nice to me, Bill. And maybe yeah. next time you see him, he'll recognize you and you can have a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. But just, um, you know, just being polite, being nice to people. Yeah, you know, and exactly. Not. That's not the point. But we, and me included, we get so caught up into our day, we may just not pay attention. We may do something and not be nice about it, not even realizing what we're doing. Uh huh. Because we're thinking about us, and, and I get that. We have things to do, families, and we have jobs. But as the world gets crazier and crazier, especially the church, the believers, we need to be those people. Right. That's how you stand out. They will know you by your work. Right. They won't know you. Oh, man, Brother So-and-so gave a million dollars to the building fund. Mm-hmm. Look at me. God damn it. God, cute. But you give a cup of water in my name, your reward is great in heaven. Right. So it's just being kind to people. You know, well, you, I, um, I can't remember what it was or where it was, but I said something to somebody. I said something that was kind of, it was kind. And the, the person said, that made my day. Yeah. I can't remember what I said. I don't remember, but I just remember saying something in a hurry. I was going somewhere and, and it made their day. And it was no big deal. Uh-huh. I just said yeah. something that was nice. And I had somebody say that to me. Um, I can't remember what it was. I, I did, uh, they, they said something to me in line and, uh, I can't remember what it was. Oh, I was in line in a store, and the uh, the person in front of me was an elderly lady, probably in her late 80s, moving really, really, really slow, and a huge basket of food, and I had one on. Right. And I was at lunch. And, but I was like, at first I was like, oh, I, you know, I've got to wait, oh, i got to wait. And then I realized, I, I for some reason, I'm supposed to be in this line, and I just calm down. I just uh-huh. like, I didn't, physically, you couldn't tell. I was, a, I was like in a hurry. And I realized, right. God had me here, no big deal. I'm just going to chill. And the cashier said, I'm really sorry. I said, no, it's fine. The lady behind me said, 
wow, you're sure our patient. I wish I could be a patient like that and give me a compliment. Nice. So I, I'm just as an example, it's just little things. It's like it's hard to smell the roses when you're driving down the highway at 120. Yeah. You yes. know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, isn't the view great? Out, isn't it beautiful out here? I don't know. It's a blur. You know, <laughs> slow down, smell the roses, drink your coffee and calm down. You know? Yeah, exactly. And just calm down. There's nothing new under the sun. God will get you through the day. He hasn't seen anything yet he can't take care of. Nothing yeah. surprises him ever. Uh huh. You know him. You're sealed, signed, and delivered to heaven one day. So just relax and enjoy the ride. That's right. That's right. You know? Yeah. His burden is easy. Yeah. Or his burden is light. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's uh, everybody wants to make it out our, our faith out to be um, <clears throat> some terrible thing where we were we worship and serve some taskmaster that is um, you know abusive and stuff like that. And it's not that way at all. You know, he yeah. all, all it takes is simple faith, and um, and that's all you're you're asked to do. Simple faith and um, and uh, you know, and trust, and trust. You know, have well, faith is trust, but um, you know, it's that's not hard. I mean, every morning when you get up, you know the sun's going to rise, so you have faith that the sun's going to rise. At night, you know, and once a month, you know, there's going to be a full moon. Once a month, there's going to be a, a new moon or no moon. Um, you know, we we know these things, and we have faith that those things are going to happen every day. You have faith that you're going to get up in the morning and wake up. You have, uh, or you know, most most of us do. Um, you have uh, a, a degree of faith that when you drive to work, nothing's going to happen. I'm maybe not everybody's that way, but um, you have faith that when you wake up in the morning, you're going to be relatively well and able to go to work or do whatever you have to do that day. The simple things we have faith in, well, faith in Yeshua is even simpler. You know, all you got to do is, what is it? Um, believe that. God rose him from the dead and uh, confess his name. My goodness. I, I know the first one's kind of hard to do because people are intimidated um, and people can be intimidating. But um, it's it's a really a no brainer and it's it's really easy to do. And once you've done it for a while, it's easier to do. So um, anyway, I think I'm going, Brian, I think maybe we should wrap it up. Yes. Nine oh five. Yeah. <clears throat> so folks we we just want to thank you brian i want to thank you we had a really good discussion really good show tonight yeah and uh yeah and um i really enjoyed tonight i really did i'm just really tired for some reason i don't know Me why too. but yeah um, it's covid yeah <laughs> it's, COVID. it's yeah. trump's fault <laughs> those, those rascally republicans <laughs> so Oh, goodness. Well, folks, have a blessed week. We'll see you next Monday for sure. And, um, Brian, have a good week, okay? You too. Blessings at work, travel mercies, and everything else. And uh, I know we'll talk during the week. Yeah. But um, anyway, folks, thank you. And uh, have a blessed week. And uh, the Lord be with you. Make his face to shine upon you. Be gracious unto you and bring you peace. 
And at that, we're going to say good night. Good night, everybody. Good night.